Hey friends, it's Jace. Oh yes, it's Char. And you're tuned in to Kiss and Tell Radio. The ghetto. By the way, we don't record in the ghetto. Just <laughs> disclaimer out there. We are not in the ghetto. I have to play that because our guest today, she didn't know what I was talking about when I kept referencing. Woo! Child, the ghetto. <laughs> the ghetto. I can't. Jace, how's everything going today? Things are blessed and highly favored. Char, how are you? You know what? Things are really, really good. I just finished Get Over It. Thought okay. therapy. Yanla. I fi- yes, I finished it last night before 9 p.m. Like last night, I was so productive, came home, did laundry, refreshed the curls in my unit, mm-hmm. and I was buckled up ready for Blackish because Blackish is so good right now and it comes on next week. They gave me like Roseanne and I was like, I'm not watching Roseanne. Roseanne. You know, she comes on Tuesday nights on ABC, the reboot. I don't know. But they gave us like a block Mm -mm. episode and I was like, oh my gosh, what can I watch? So I just like went to like YouTube tutorials. I'm for it. Do you buy, do you see that uh, Giants is out? Oh finale. yes, I watched that you last watched night. It? Yes, I haven't watched it yet. Yes, that's actually part of my topic, but oh, not shit. Okay. but not oh, no. events that happened last night. It was so good. It's an hour long and ten minutes. An hour and thirty, I believe. It's a perfect substitute when Insecure is not on air. Yeah, I actually ran into James about a couple weeks ago, and mm. I asked him like, "Where's, where's how tall him? is he?" Uh, he's like. six, six maybe six four. Ooh, just my type. Yeah, I met him years ago, actually. Well, we'll get into that. You met him with our guest? Uh-huh, I did. Well, look, let me <laughs> let me intro her so she can be a part. Right. She's just sitting over there all patient. So Looking this cute. week, guys, we have the legendary Miss <laughs> Gia Banks. Gia is a California-born transgender woman, Los Angeles-based showgirl, and technically trained professional dancer who has studied with Lula Washington, Alvin Ailey, Dance Theater of Harlem, and Alonzo King San Francisco Lines Company. Aside from taking the social media scene by storm, Gia's mission is to promote equality, ambition, and most of all, black excellence. Hey now. Welcome to the show, Hi. Gia Banks. Hi guys, thank you for having me. Welcome. I'm so excited to have I you. I know, I feel like I was supposed to be on here like months, ago. <laughs> I, I think I asked you like a good month and a half ago. Yeah, but perfect, we had time. To, uh, perfect time, perfect time. Where she together. booked? Well, booked. casually, casually, casually Yeah, but I actually met Gia. What was that like? Maybe three years ago. Yeah, at a kickball three. game. Yeah, that's the same day I met Summer James fun. as well. You we met her so after fun. me. I met her four years ago. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. I moved here in June of 2014, and no, I was, was in the club. I'm, I can tell you exactly when I met you, Gia. Uh-huh. I was in the club. Uh-huh. Um, at some point throughout the summer of 2014, and I remember Raven Simone was there, Maya yes. was there, R&B singer Maya yes. was there, and Gia was there. And I remember, <laughs> rage? Like, yes, this was Rage. I was there too. Yeah, there? no, 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 so, no, no. It was. I, was it Rage? I thought it was Basement. No, it was Rage. It was Rage. It was Rage because I have okay. pictures. Yes, Maya pictures. was in the back room. Yeah, not uh-huh. the main VIP, but the back room. Oh yeah, but I they had it open. We performed. Like a scene. Yeah, yeah, we performed that night. Yes, I remember. And so I got then, a picture with know. Raven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was before her View days. I got a picture with her. Yeah, she was um, with um as by Marie. the bathroom. As Marie, yeah. 
by the bathroom. Yes, she, she was, was with Asthma. I love Asthma. Yeah, me too. See, this anyway, is before, this when I actually when I actually moved to LA because I came out here for attempts at the touch in March and oh, I really? just never of went back. Oh shit. Yeah, I so that's when you I have moved. a habit of that, don't you? I you know in my thirties I'm staying put. I bought, I bought oh. a car by the way. I got a a, a white Prius. All right for the mm-hmm. Prius. Yeah, I'm gonna go to asshole in LA with the Prius. With the so Prius, if you see me, yeah. honk. Toot toot. Yes, I love the value, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jace and I, this week we can combine weekends because, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, for one, my sinuses are acting up. I know my voice is like killing. I probably sound like Mariah Carey at 6.30 in the morning. Oh, shit. Fine. Or Alicia Keys. <laughs> I don't know. Alicia but, uh <laughs> <laughs> Jace and I went to Jaden XD's live show on Saturday. What school, was? what university was that? That was uh, Cal State LA. It was fun. They gave us refreshments. They had chicken fingers with assorted sauces. They had um, what? The corn salsa. They had a lentil lentil. salad. They had what? What was on those skewers? Capri skewers. Oh, they had um, mozzarella, mozzarella, and basil and tomato, and and cherry tomato, and like a vinaigrette sauce on the side. Mm. It was really, which is. And there's so much oh, of it. Oh, and the roasted vegetables. Mm-hmm. My favorite. And bell peppers. Ding. Oh, my gosh. We had a great time with Jade and XD at that show. And it turns out that Jade remembered me from a year ago. We took an Uber pool together. And I was in the passenger side. And her and her husband rode in the back seat. And it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. Like, I always say that blonde is my color affectation. But being a big, loudmouth, brown-skinned blonde girl, it's like you're so <laughs> clocky all the time. That's How do you remember me from a year ago? <laughs> right. Yes, clocky. Like, I'm I mean, Uber like, clocky in the that. best way. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like absolutely. there's no mistaking <laughs> yeah. me. Like, thank God I don't there's have no enemies. Yeah. I'm an easy mark if I had enemies. Yeah. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Not enemies. I'm just but saying because it's like I would stand too. out like... You that know what part. I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Smile on your face. Enemies. But yeah, then Char stole my phone. I did um, because Jace was being a stick in the mud and you were going to come out with us. We all were planning on going out. XD and Mark were in town. You know, Mark, that was our guest last week's show. Mm-hmm. And we all went out as a big group. It was Denver, Mason. Brent. Who um, else? Ryan was there. Um, yeah, I like Ryan. Where'd you Char. guys go? Trunks. We went to Trunks. But oh, let me, okay. Let me tell you how we, why we got our life. Uh-huh. The DJ was lit. <laughs> It baby. was like it was really baby. Good. When yeah. I tell you, early two thousands, late nineties. Oh Jesus! Mm-hmm. Like the black seven hundred two. The yeah. drinks were flowing. The Mary J. Blige and the Little Kim were bumping. If I told you once, once I, I told you, you twice. We hey, got yes. our life. And on yeah. our, and not <laughs> to mention their drinks are like super cheap $7. and super strong. Yeah, super strong. <laughs> and on the way there, Splash. we all took an Uber together, with the exception of Jay's and his friend Sharonda. Um, oh, you remember? Not like Mason. Yes, I re- well, I remember because of Twitter. Mm-hmm. But we all took an Uber pool there. You missed was... the bell, honey. You missed the bell. <laughs> <laughs> I love the bell. <laughs> we all took an Uber pool there, and it was so funny because Mark kept saying the ghetto line that I pulled out from Nini because our Uber driver was like speeding. And like hitting corners, like I promise we were like on two wheels. Weren't y'all in the minivan too? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. We like, like, y'all had just robbed a bank. Sienna. And it was like. Drive this car, Frankie. <laughs> right. Ryan was in the passenger side. XD and I sat next to, it was one of those where the, the second row had individual seats. Mm, so we, mm-hmm. XD and I sat next to each other and then Mark was in the back. And Mark kept saying, bitch, I'm going to fly through this windshield. It I was can. a great night. And we had a lot of fun. Yeah. It was good. I got really, really and I'm I'm glad see you guys I had to pull Jace away because Jace had been planning on going to dinner or something like that with someone he had pr- been procrastinating with. The stick in the mud. 
And I was like, Jace, come out. Like, your friends you are, are right. here. You were right. From New I'm, York. Uh, you were right. Come out. Like, come on, out. Nana. Dinner will be there with this random man Take in Take your North bonnet Hollywood. off. Oh. That's going to be there. Take your rollers out of your He's hair. He's listening, by the way. Hey, boo. <laughs> yes. I said what I said. What, what I said. <laughs> and it ain't changing over here, Candy. So, um, speaking of Nene and Candy... Did anyone watch the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion part three? We could have done without part two, but part three aired last Sunday. I've anyone seen the in? tweets? Really? Something about um, you think we could have did without? We could have done two? without part two. Part two is always the weakest. Yeah, because part three is the the climax. So yes, the like, finale. Explosive. Part, Kim Zolciak yeah. went on a racist rant in the in the bathroom. It was good. It was good. It when was I tell intense, you the, the girls say. took turns. Molly whopping that unit off of her head. Like it, it is, was just it is pretty much a bird's nest. Yeah. I mean, just gonna be pretty oh, frank. Come and, on, Robin. <laughs> I would just I would just prefer to just put the frontal on, you know, like the whole closure. Yeah, she gives us about an of inch part. of uh, it's yeah. just so funny. I you don't can see like her it. line of demarcation. Yeah, I don't like it. Take um, it off. But Sheree and Kim definitely got their asses dragged from yeah. every when I say every even Cynthia. Was, was like, give, giving yeah. Kim the business. I, what I loved screaming. was when they asked Nini, so whose idea was it to wear the costume? Uh-huh. And, you know, it comes to the light that it was Cynthia in it. It's just The so, roach costume. So funny. When so Greg funny. dressed up as the roach. Oh, yes. yeah. So Who was that, so whose idea was that? Did they say? It was Cynthia's. Cynthia's. That was I the can. whole question. When I tell I you Cynthia it. was showing out at this reunion, <laughs> yeah, it was she fantastic. Really With her sickening fishtail braid, honey. It looked mm. a little, it looked like it hurt. A little stiff. It, it looked a little. She loves uh, Laura Croft. And I would have preferred if it were bigger at the top, like if they would have pulled pulled it more. Yeah, yeah. and then it went skinnier as it, it went down. All eyes on Portia, though. I must be brutally honest. <laughs> I mean, all Portia on did Portia. look good. She always looks good. She, she is Portia. a Barbie, but yeah, that's pretty is. much where it ends for Portia. I, I like her. <laughs> She's my favorite. I like Portia's one of my favorites too. Really? Without her, the show wouldn't be what it is. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, if they removed that's Portia a fun from element. the yeah, yeah, she's the firecracker for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you all have not checked uh, part three out, make sure you do. Um, especially Kim's bathroom rant. Nene had kept teasing us on Twitter and kept saying, "Hang around for the last thirty seconds. Hang around for the last thirty seconds." So we hung around. I mean, who was going to turn it off? It was explosive, and that's when we saw Kim. She was horrible. She was saying that like racism doesn't e- racism wouldn't exist if not for social media. Like crazy stuff when i tell you her rant if i can pull the clip and maybe have it insert i don't know her rant was ridiculous uh but yeah i'll look it up on youtube so moving on speaking of racism (laughs) gia we know you're not on twitter you don't like it but Mm. on twitter (laughs) on i I know that the shade room and all the blogs if you all follow them they'll take screen caps from twitter and that's why i love it Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. kanye west daniel caesar you know <laughs> Kanye West, Daniel Caesar, Shania Twain, Karamo Brown, and Chance the Rapper have all gotten scalped on Twitter this week, and Ooh, it all Chance. stems from Forty Five. Mm-hmm. Shania Twain came out and said that she would have voted for Trump. She's Canadian, so she did not vote in this American political uh, election. She that didn't happened. have to say. She right. did, but she said she would have voted <laughs> yeah, for Trump American. because Sorry. even though he was rude, <laughs> he was honest. And I said, what type of white nonsense <laughs> is this to say? Mm-hmm. Even though he was rude, he was on- honest for who? Mm-hmm. This man started his campaign saying that Mexicans not are rapists us. and drug dealers and all of this horrible stuff he is anti anything that's not white and male yeah. he's grabbing you by the pussy shania mm-hmm. and no like shade. and her cowboy boots <laughs> <laughs> 
So then Karamo Brown's black ass. We know Karamo. He garnered fame from uh, the real world a few mm-hmm. years ago. He was he and he, he came sh- out on the he show. He shook my high school because yeah. he was. It's no shade. He was it's straight. No quote unquote straight mm-hmm. looking I'm using this term loosely quote unquote straight looking but he was openly gay and so and had a kid and so, right and yeah. had a child and so people in my high school myself included didn't know how to process that <laughs> because typically men that looked like Karamo were like on the down low with their mm-hmm. stuff we had right. never seen someone with that aesthetic be openly out gay. and proud and then you're on national TV but anyway he came out and said that it basically it's just a vote in defense of Shania. So I said, what in the queer eye for the straight guy has gotten into his head? What type of Kool-Aid are you sipping, Karamo? You know, I was actually talking about this earlier because, you know, Karamo's career has developed over the years and I see he's in these spaces where it's a lot of, like, Caucasians and they Those are the hire only him. places he's ever been in. Right, I, I, but honestly, they hire yeah. him to be or the representative the or the or, black... Or uh, the Abbey. The catch? Yeah, bitch, that's the only place I've seen him. Well, I mean, those oh, the are still catch, white not, places. Not Jewel's the catch. The catch on... The restaurant. Hotel. Okay. Or the no. club. The club. The club. I've oh, never seen come him on, there. Gia, you that know part. Uh huh. You know I'm a legendary girl uh-huh. from the old school. That I part. said that one mm-hmm. time. People were like, "No, West Hollywood." I was like, "No, no." They catch, catch. on Pico. Yes, I went there one time. Uh-huh. You did? Yeah, I've been. Actually, I went there twice. With the fried chicken in the basement. Yeah, and the I fries. Didn't, on the I didn't have pots. any of that, mm-hmm. but I remember mm-hmm. there were a whole bunch of lesbians that got to fist fighting by yep. the security mm-hmm. uh, check in. The bell. I remember all of the steps. I remember it just being red and cars dark. being broken yeah. into. Mm-hmm. Cars being bro- people getting jumped. Oh, wow. it was the, what the ghetto. <laughs> Woo, child, the ghetto. the ghetto. <laughs> the, the catch was the first LGBT disco in Los Angeles, yeah. and it is a, a historic. Yeah, place. it is. It's is sad. it closed down now? It, it is. is not. It is not closed. Really? It's actually been renovated. It is actually called Club Union now. I've performed there a couple times. Um, is but it still they, black and gay? Um, it is actually not black and gay anymore. They um, they've kind of renovated it to the point to where on specific nights they have specific oh. events. Mm. So it's it's almost like, like metropolitan, like penthouse. They market you know? into other right exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. other avenues because surprisingly that venue is really really huge. Yeah. yeah. Massive. Mm-hmm. I remember last I, time I went there it was the um the cat daddy perform. Cat oh, daddy, cat, uh, cat daddy of a Dougie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Unfamiliar. What? Uh-huh. You don't know the cat daddy? Uh, you didn't know Project Pat and LaChat. So don't what <laughs> me. Don't do too Hold much. on. Okay, tell him she you. is blonde and privileged. Uh, <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> From where Chicago? You know I love you, sis. <laughs> please. So I was going to go on a tangent about Kanye West, but this you guys know that we record on Wednesdays. You all are listening to this on Friday, and you all know that how much of a shit show Wednesday was, so I'm not going to even get into that. Daniel Caesar put his foot in his mouth. I believe he's another Canadian who needs to stay out of American politics. BT Dubs. The- <laughs> we received a tweet last week about um, Daniel Caesar being quote-unquote interesting and of a particular taste, and... When I saw this, I saw the tweet, and I was actually purchasing a car at the time, um, Adriana the Prius, and I actually Googled him, and uh-huh. I was just like... Google Daniel Caesar? Mm-hmm, Daniel Caesar. And then also, when he came up with those tweets, I saw a bunch of other tweets saying, like, well, now that he's problematic, can we talk about he looked like a hairy foot? So, oh. being quote-unquote interesting oh. is a very nice way of... He's not he my taste. interesting looking. He is, but that was a reach, so... Anywho, so yeah, Twitter was on fire today. Mm. I'm going to go through these topics fairly quickly so we can move along with the show. Um, 
you all remember when a press release came out a few years ago about Harriet Tubman replacing Andrew Jackson mm-hmm. on the oh, $20 bill? $20 well, bill. Trump's administration said no, ma'am. They I have bet. put a halt on this. Well, not completely no, ma'am, but they put a, a halt on putting Harriet. It was supposed to happen next year, and now it got pushed back to 2026. 26? 2026. The Trump administration is putting the plan on the back burner, and this is according to the Treasury Department. A spokesperson for the Bureau of Engraving and Printing told the Daily Beast that the redesigns have not been finalized or approved for circulation. The next note set to be released is the $10 bill, and the redesign won't enter circulation until 2026. Oh, so I misread that. The $10 bill, the new 10 will drop in 2026. Harriet is just floating around okay. there. We don't know when we're going to get her. Notice. Um, Kelani. Yeah. Do you all like Kelani? I, I love do. her. She's performing oh. at Pride this year in LA. Mm-hmm. Isn't Carrie Hilson too? Yep. I said I was going to put on a, a Blue Ivy mask and Frisbee Beyonce CDs at the stage. I can't. Just to make the news. That's... <laughs> You would um, definitely be on the news. I, now, there was a bell moment. Called you missed bell. it. She is obsessed LA with the bell. So Kalani came out on Twitter. Well, I shouldn't say came out because she'd been out, but she addressed her sexuality and she said, because I keep getting asked, I am queer. Yeah. Not bi, not straight. I am attracted to women, men, really attracted to queer men and non-binary people, intersex people, trans people. She's a little poly pansexual. Papa, hello, good morning. Does that answer your questions? She went on then on to say that she is least attracted to 100% straight men and bisexual men are little gifts from God. They are. Which I can agree with. Yes, you agree, yes I do. Um, I love them. Yes, Bill. Wait, what's the gift from God? Bisexual men. Yes, are, she said best. little gifts from Amen. God. Amen. But she addressed that. I mean, a whole bunch of terminology that people, even within the community, are still getting acclimated to. Uh, but it's nice to know that we have a queer singer who is not afraid of this uh, of, of addressing John Q. Public and saying, yeah. "Look, this is what it is." Yeah. I think I've it has everything to do with our generation. I yeah, mean, yeah. yeah. Well, the generation that, like, after us. Yeah, the times <laughs> have changed, you know, yeah, and absolutely. it's just like people are just being open with being sexually fluid, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, I do think that it it does um, create a stigma more so because it's like it has something to do with age. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You have to become a little bit more in tune with your body and that comes mm-hmm. with maturity. Right. So, you know, a 16 year old is not going to say this, you know, typically. Right. So it's just, well, they might this day and is. age, the, the way these kids are set up there, there is a more sense of awareness. And I always note back to this because when I was 16, I was very aware, mm-hmm. but with a lot of things, I didn't have the language. Like right. I didn't have the language to pinpoint exactly what I was feeling or gender expression. These kids, please. If I were 16 in 2018, Hello. are you kidding me? Okay. Please give me a break. And if mom and dad had an issue with it, all these smart, phones running around there's plenty of resources right. <laughs> you know what i'm saying back then yeah. we didn't really have Google access Ho. to a lot of things that these kids have access to now and when i first moved to la i was working in los angeles unified school district in the detention room who was that an experience but i mm. remember that there was an eighth grade <laughs> trans boy and i was like wow and no one gave him oh shit oh my for god it. that's so funny that you mentioned that because my niece is she's 13 she's going on 14 and we just had this conversation two days ago that she has a friend that's trans mm-hmm. and she is Latin and they give her so much fever at school. But I, I just was so baffled at the fact that she's in junior high school right. and yeah. she's sharing classes with someone of, of my stature. And it, it, al- it almost 
lets me know that I'm how much of an influence I am to her and for her mm-hmm. to be so open with her trans friend. It's, mm-hmm. it's just so amazing. Everybody knows someone trans this day and age. Yeah, everyone. We are the, within their personal life. We're the, the new day. Louboutin. By the darling. way, this was not on my list, but something happened. I know that I retweeted it where Trump like silently rolled back protections for trans people like with the affordable care act uh there was a law passed that uh trans people could not be discriminated against uh with health care and now they basically can which i think is contradiction to the hippocratic oath that doctors have to take but now Mm -hmm. with trump's administration um and like i said if i'm being you know if i'm incorrect please correct me but from what i read on twitter um, now doctors can discriminate against trans people under the guise of quote unquote religious freedom. Oh, so keep really? your uh, ears and eyes peeled for that. Um, also, what I really wanted to touch on uh, before I wrap this up, um, there are two things. Vern Troyer passed away at 49. That He was mm-hmm. mini me. That's how we know him. He had been battling like alcoholism and depression and a lot of stuff within the p- past few years of his life. But yeah, he passed away. Very sad. R.I.P. Um, so James Shaw Jr., I had to shout him out for saving the day at the Waffle House shooting. Mm. In case you all are unfamiliar, there was a Waffle House shooting, I believe that was in Tennessee. Four people under the age of 30, four people of color under the age of 30 were, uh, killed. And there was a black man who saved the day. Now, what I found interesting, and I didn't even realize this until people pointed it out to me, that James Shaw Jr. did not get any sort of acknowledgement from this current presidential administration nobody tweeted about this uh but can tweet about everything else but did not tweet about this so this white boy named travis Rainking, he entered the waffle house at 3 30 a.m naked in nothing but a coat and just got to shooting naked naked in nothing but a coat where was he on um nothing he was just white and evil white privilege um and so he got to shooting, and so at one point he went to reload. That's when James grabbed the barrel of the gun and ended up wrestling it from him. James is now uh, ha- he has a four year old daughter, I should mention, but he also has bandages on his hands because the barrel was, of course, piping hot and he got blisters. Now, what I want to point out is that this young man who did the shooting just last week stole a Benz. Didn't nobody say nothing. The police chasing him down. Didn't nobody say nothing. A whole ass Mercedes? A whole Mercedes. A whole Mercedes. In 2016, they said that he had, well, according to him, because there is no evidence of this. There is no, I I need to see a doctor's note. Whenever white men uh, go out and do these mass shootings, we always hear the same thing, which is, say it with me, mental illness. And I need to see, at this point, I need to see a damn doctor's note. Can I I get an amen or hallelujah? In 2016, this man was in a CVS parking lot saying that Taylor Swift was stalking him and hacked into his laptop camera and told him to meet her at the damn CVS. Sounds like crystal meth. <laughs> so he yeah, was at the part. CVS. The police got him. But what the most the most striking thing to me is that just last year, just in 2017, this young man was arrested for tre- by the Secret Service for trespassing at the White House in a, in a in an area of the White House that you're not supposed to be in, yeah, trespassing, arrested by the Secret Service. He yeah. had four 
firearms. He said he wanted to talk to Donald Trump. Four firearms. I don't know if they were on him or at home, but all I know is that he had four. The FBI took these guns from this young man and gave them to his father, who is named Jeffrey Ryan King, who then gave the guns back to his goddamn son. And one of the guns that he gave him was, of course, the assault rifle that his son used in the Waffle House killings. Oh, my God. Like Monique said, babe, my my loves, make it it make make sense. sense. Make that make sense, because none of that makes sense to me. If you have an outstanding police record, Mm. a quote-unquote medical record, and you have... For, oh, and when they first arrested him, did you know that they? Did you guys know that they gave him bond? They like gave him like a. Of be- course they did. But then they ended up revoking it. I'm like, what? do you not know that the magas? It yeah. takes nothing for them to throw together a, a GoFundMe right. and get him out in an hour. Yeah. So this is that, that's just what perplexes me. That a lot of these lawmakers and politicians are still so against gun reform, and literally all people are crying out and asking for is to take these damn assault rifles off of the street. There is no reason why a civilian needs a a, a military artillery in the streets. If you want to hunt, then goddamn it, get you one of them Elmer Fudd little <laughs> putt shotgun and do what you got to do. <laughs> these no seriously, these AR-15s. Are not like people say that. Oh, we like them for hunting. If you shot a deer with an AR-15, the deer's gonna explode. Like right. that. This is an assault <laughs> rifle. So I do not see. And and even with the Second Amendment, amendment. I don't. I don't want to go on a tangent. But the Second Amendment was like, okay, girl, that was like 1700, 1800, right. where you had to like actually granulate gunpowder with your hands. Right. Stuff like you couldn't just put a magazine and a clip and light the whole room up. Right. And so it's just a very, very scary time that we live in. And I just feel like no one gives a shit. That's why I'm really excited about the, these kids, the next generation with these amazing voices coming up and they're holding adults accountable because I'm sure that they're scared. If I were a child in school, I would be scared. Mm-hmm. I would be scared because yeah, we all, we all went to Florida. school with those one or two weirdos mm-hmm. that you're looking over your shoulder and you just never know if they're going to turn up and you'd never know if that's going to be your day. Also as a parent, I would be send your yeah. child to school. You, you never know. You don't know if they're going to return home. Yeah, in 2018. Can get that phone? So I just wanted. There. I had when you guys when I was watching Nightline and Good Morning America, and they read this young man's rap sheet. I was sitting on my bed screaming at the top of my lungs because <laughs> if the, if this man were any other color but white. He wouldn't have gotten this far. Mm-hmm. You arrested by the Secret mm-hmm. Service, stealing cars in CVS parking lot. Talking about Taylor Swift. <laughs> I just want to throw these papers. Okay. That is enough for, oh, also really quickly, Farrah, <laughs> give it up, delicious. It's not happening. Farrah Franklin wants to reunite with, she expects to get the call from Beyonce. She wants to reunite with Destiny's Child. It's not going to happen. Just like I told DC5 Hive and DC4 Hive that that is not going to happen. Beyonce and Kelly, not speaking for them, but I have followed their careers closely. They have no, re- regardless of what the relationship might be with Latoya and Latavia today personally, I believe that Beyonce and Kelly have no interest in working with them professionally. The only only Destiny's Child you're going to get is Beyonce, Michelle, and Kelly. That's it. Give it up, girls. It's not going to work. And Farrah, you were in the group for five months. I don't even know why I mean, you piped up to TMZ. Right. You don't have to pack your stuff. We'll send your stuff. Right. Just get on the flight. Just get on the flight. <laughs> Somebody can send you just, your luggage. Just get out of here. <laughs> oh, yes. Let's move on to the LGBT corner. Yay. And now it's time for the LGBT corner. 
This week's LGBT Corner goes out to one of my favorite inclusive publications for black women, by black women, Essence Magazine. Now, we all know that the Time Magazine released their like top 100, but Essence Magazine, for the second year in a row, they have chosen to honor the women who are proven change agents, shapeshifters, and power players across the nation and beyond. These women continuously fight the good fight by inspiring us and igniting movements from the healthcare field to the hill to Hollywood. Kerry Washington is actually on the cover of this latest issue. Mm. And so Essence did like the woke 100, like the top 100 black women who are moving and shaking. I can't wait to be on the list next year. I'm claiming it. I know that's right. Ask, believe, receive. Some of my faves, Crystal, of course, from The Read, she oh, made the list. Her. Janet Mock made the list. Yes, Come on, inclusion. Janet. Okay. <laughs> um, Moya Bailey, who coined the term misogynoir that I always mm, use, like mm-hmm. the hatred of black women that so many people have. And uh, Tarana Burke. Those were just a few of my favorites. When I was skimming through the list. Who's Tarana Burke? Tarana Burke is at the helm of the Me Too movement, the got black it, woman. Got it. Oh, no. Remember, Alyssa Milano mm-hmm. ended up, you know, so. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, that's the LGBT corner. Shout out to Essence. Uh, and when we, when I'm live tweeting this episode, I will drop the link because they have it available online for the Woke 100. And like I said, Kerry Washington covers the latest issue, which is available in stores. And Scandal wrapped last Thursday. Great. Tear. It was a but about great, time. It, well, it was time to go. But, you know, it it's was no it was not what I was <laughs> expecting. No yeah. It's about time. It was not what I was expecting, but they put a night they ended it with a nice little was cherry it good? on top. Yeah, it was good. Okay. But it wasn't it wasn't too much. You know how scandal could sometimes do too much. Yeah. And I was hoping that Shauna didn't leave that us with a lip. big cliffhanger because mm. that would have pissed me off. But it was good. I liked it. So okay. yes. Now let's get into the first topic. I, gosh, I have cotton mouth. I know whoever's listening is like, I wish this bitch would shut up. I've been talking for three segments. Woo! So I'm going to intro this topic and then let Jason Gia have it. So my topic, I was inspired speaking of Shonda. There, she has a show named Station 19 that comes on Thursday nights, and it's a great show. It's about a firehouse in Seattle. It kind of interloops with Grey's Anatomy. I've seen it, actually. Well, I was getting my tattoo two weeks ago. Really? Mm-hmm. It's it a good on. show. So m- one of the storylines uh, was this past week was about a character. She wasn't a main character, but she had a friend, a best friend, who was moving away to New York for a new job. And she didn't want her to go. And in within the episode, it's kind of fairy tale-ish. Like the one that was crushing on the friend, she ends up getting trapped in a situation where the firefighters have to save her. And then the friend just happens to roll up like, oh, I was just getting coffee. What are you doing? Naturally. And she Thank was you, like, Shonda. so ironic. And she, <laughs> right. And the girl ends up going, please don't move. I, I, lo- I love you. Like her life flashed before her eyes. It's one of those dramatic things uh, that happened uh-huh. to her. And so the friend ends up grabbing the girl by the face, and they end up having this romantic kiss. Passionate kiss. Oh, what a fairy tale. Oh, babe. When you're about to die. Don't you ever leave me. Well, no, she was saved, but I I say that to say that this is a lesbian relationship, I should say. Uh Oh. Um, Yeah, it's two women, but I say that to say that the friend was, like, down for it. So, Mm -hmm. and then it also got me to thinking, one of Jay's... Um, Jason and I, we love this show, Giants. It's a YouTube series uh, by Issa Rae and Jussie Smollett. And one of the storylines always makes me scream between Ade and Malachi. Uh, Ade, they're, they're both gay men, but I, I've been in Ade's shoes as a trans woman so many times dealing with men that I just, every time him and Malachi share screen time, I just want to scream because it's clear that Ade has 
feelings for Malachi and he's expressed them. And things got so bad after that damn bathroom. I mean, after the that birthday damn party. birthday party, mm-hmm. Malachi ends up having a moment where he confronts, I mean, excuse me, a day yeah. has a moment where he confronts Malachi and he ends it. So my question to you all is the that friendship. was just like my little like setup. So my, my question to you all is, have you ever had feelings for a friend? Have you ever had to confess your love, profess your love for a friend and, or, has that ever happened to you? And what happened out of that situation? Yikes. Have at it. I'm going to shut up for 25 minutes. Girl, sip on that <laughs> water and ring that bell. Um, I would say for me, for the most part, yeah, it's it's definitely happened. Um, I've, I've definitely had to express my love for a close, dear friend of mine, actually. Like romantic um, love. Yeah, like we actually kind of like uh, grew up together. So it was, it was kind of weird. Very like, brown sugar. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was it was almost like a Love Jones dynamic, you know what I mean, to kind of break away from somebody and then ha- still have feelings for them through that passion. It's 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 so confusing and conflicting to be brutally honest, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, especially being the fact that you're typically thinking of the rejection versus the natural instinct. Right. Am I going to lose my entire friendship by Over, omitting? Yeah, my, my <laughs> which feelings. Is, which for is this the person. risk that you run? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, I think that's the biggest leap. And once you get over that hurdle, everything else is kind of like a piece of cake. You know? But what I mean? you know what? It's almost like the pendulum could swing either way because even. You could you run the risk, in my opinion, of ruining or jeopardizing the friendship right. once it's out there. Right. Whether they're receptive to, oh, you like me or not, it may Still, ruin the dynamic. The yeah. dynamic mm-hmm. is never the because same. Because you, you, you're always contemplating, oh, my God, I can't believe I said that. And how do Ooh, they feel now that the they ghetto. know? And <laughs> oh, my God, they're ghetto. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Well, they're like, oh. Like, ooh, like he likes me, so how do I act around them now? Yeah, it's so, kind of like a so weird for me, and the, the upside, op, opposite side, as far as like having being a friend with someone and them creating these feelings and expressing it, um, I, I, I definitely considered my uh, foot being in the other shoe, just being the fact that it's it's happened to me before, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was I was definitely um, considerate. Um, but it, it is weird, you know what I mean? To so what happened? Not have feelings. Um, well, we ended up dating for a little while. Okay. Um, and then it just, I we <laughs> just kind of grew dot. apart. <laughs> yeah, we just kind of grew apart. I, I just think because it was in my early twenties. I'm thirty now. Um, we are too. We're all thirty. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, we're all ladies. <laughs> no, but um, for the most part, after that, I, I think it was just growing pains and growing older, and and just realizing that for the sake of our friendship, it would just be better to be friends, and it was more so a crush. Are you guys yeah. still friends now? Yeah. Was it, is it like kind of different That's or good. no? It, it's not different at all. I, I think good. it's it's better that even we're after just seeing friends. each other's ecstasy faces. But you know what that you know what that you were supposed fucking. to be drinking water <laughs> <laughs> and ringing that bell. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that comes with the familiarity too, because yeah, I, it's something very comforting. I I believe in transness. It's something very comforting about someone who knows you 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who's been there yeah. for the ride. You said you yeah. all grew up together. Yeah, absolutely. So you've been there. It's something, it's a comfort in that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It is because they know that they have seen the true essence of you. Mm-hmm. And, and also they have kind of seen the evolution. Yes. yes. For the evolution, yeah. darling. It's no BS. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. You're absolutely right. How funny. Yeah. When I, when Char sent me the topic, it reminded me of two things. One, when I first moved to New York. So when I moved there, me and my now, or my current ex, I should say, then boyfriend, we got together within like maybe two months of me moving to New York. Oh, so wow. out of my first experiences in meeting people in New York, I had a boyfriend. Right. And then fast forward two years later, we break up and I'm a free agent. All these people I had met over the past two years, we're they were like, boom, you. boom. Like, we're just like, hey, so like, by married. the way, when I first met you, but you had a boyfriend at the time. And I was just like, Ugh, but I already kind of put them uh, in like, that box, yeah. that file you folder. You're the homie. And so I had to do a lot. And it was weird, too, because I was like, were you always thinking this? Were you my friend because mm-hmm. you're trying to date me? At the same or, time. Right? Yeah. Or like, we're trying motives, to be Motives, honey, motives. Right. And I was just kind of like, how do I do this moving forward? But I, I'm... Uh, now I'm pretty good at kind of redirecting and like, I guess putting someone down easily. I have entertained um, a couple times people who have said that they had a crush on me. Like, do you like me or are you just trying to sleep with me? Because words matter, right? Okay, right. And I have slept with a few. Like, of them. do you want a, pro- a relationship with me or do you? Are you just trying to uh, wrestle in the sheets? Right. Am I relationship goals or not? Yeah. Well, actually, one person I dated, we had known each. We've been friends for. 10, almost 10 years and we tried dating and we did for a year and it just didn't work out and we're friends to this day but in our friendship we're still it took a while to kind of get back on track we didn't talk for like months on it yeah you gotta get a, get over that hump yeah and i think we yeah. both had to separately yeah even it's as friends like seeing somebody naked Right. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, uh, oh my God! Oh, 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 oh. Like, okay, okay, yeah. okay, right, right. I'm so over you, it. Need, I'm you need time to heal <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> by yourself <Bye-bye>. yeah. <laughs> in your own corner. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, we, but we're now getting kind of back because it was such a long relationship, a long friendship, I should say, and it was important to me that we kind of get back on track. And now that we are, I'm grateful and I'm happy that we were able to. But that's the second time it's happened to me where I've dated a friend and. You know, we date and we see our ecstasy faces, as Shara says, and we break up. <laughs> and then we kind of have to Bing. take a break from a friendship <laughs> or just each other, period, and kind of eventually get back on track. But there's no one that I actually have dated where or were friends that went to dating that we just kind of fell off as friendship, friends after. Mm. So I, I'm... I don't know if it's a maturity thing or like a value thing, but I always want to mend a friendship because if we start as friends, I want to keep. But I mean, things get complicated once relationship things are involved. And I was thinking while while both of you all were talking, because I was like, oh, you know, like when Gia was initially talking her point, I was like, but you run the risk of altering the friendship permanently. Mm -hmm. But it's almost like it's one of those things where you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, don't, because you don't know what could also come. Right. And it got me to thinking about like the dominant. The dominant negative thought patterns from that damn book that I've been reading like, and, and the things that you tell yourself, but also, are you delusional? Are you, are you really seeing things? Are they really, you know, mm-hmm. you know, are they really feeling you or are you delusional? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. For the delusion. I mean, are you know, comfortable? I feel like yeah. that, that is very interesting. Like for myself, I cannot recall a time. <laughs> Where a friend? No, I'm getting. I'm. I've been this thinking. Look up to the sky. Yeah, this ponder. her head back. This ponder. Because <laughs> you know, I can't recall a time where someone had a 
a crush on me. Well, actually, I've had women. <laughs> I don't laugh. laugh. <laughs> That's so evil. Oh my god, no. Lesbian crush. Oh yes. Yes. Oh Kai yes. Kai. Oh Kai yes. Kai said. I'm just not that into you. Oh yes. Okay. I've had a, a few uh, women come not, but I can't think of any men. But what I will say is, I've been in positions where I've had crushes on male friends not many oh my god i could probably like two within my entire 20s what's wrong um and i never <laughs> i Char's ne- good at separating though i will give you oh, that i yeah, guess i'm a Gia, hard dog i am she's queen car- compartmentalized Gia, i am so well i used to be so rigid and mm-hmm. very matter of fact. And I'm trying to divert away from that now. Okay. Um, and live a little bit more. Okay. But You're still rigid and com- compartmentalizing, though. <laughs> Sounds like we need to like, have a couple Sunday fun days. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm okay. fine. No, no, she'll have a Sunday I'm fun fine. day. Mm-hmm. But, like, if a crush came up to Char and was like, I've been feeling you for the past five years, you'd be like, you are my friend. You stay over there. <laughs> you, are my zone. Right. you are my sis. You are my sis. Okay. Um, no, but I've had for friends, sure. which I follow, because I'm friends with a little bit of everybody. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes things can get complicated. Complicated when like cis straight men, y'all know how it's I a bowl am. Of fruit loops. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! If they show me a little bit too, like, I don't want to say that I can't control myself, but if I am feeling them, because it will develop, I can just look at because most men are. I'm not gonna say that because Mason would kill me. Most, <laughs> I'm, I told y'all I'm trying to unprogram, but most men I do not look at. Even extremely attractive men, I don't look at as romantic or sexual conquests. I mean, I'll entertain it, but for the most part, it's like I just want to maintain this friendship. Like, right. but I have what I will say is I've been in situations where I I have had crushes on friends, and I never I, I say that like okay I'm feeling energy I know he's feeling this too. Mm-hmm. That chemistry. But you want to know how I play the game? How do you play? I'm it? never making the first move. Oh, you're such a girl. I'm <laughs> never making. And you know why I'm not girl making, of the nineties. You know. <laughs> why I'm not making the first move it has nothing to do with being a woman or you know gender roles or respectability politics My, I just never want to like I was saying like delusions yeah I never, never want what I'm thinking wh- that I know to be true like I have a discerning spirit I know I'm not crazy I've been in this game long rejection but I I don't want rejection I mean no one does but I feel like especially with the transness you need to be in the driver's seat can we just capitalize I don't off want of this to. word? I'm sorry. I just, I'm obsessed with transness. I just, I'm, I'm loving that. <laughs> By the way, I'm sorry. I'm taking that home with me. I'm saying God. like, you know, like, I mean, we're, I'm, I'm really trying to walk the listeners through this without othering myself because, I mean, I'm a woman, mm-hmm. but it's a different set. It's a specific set of rules that, especially when dealing with cis, gender, heterosexual identified men that I just have to play by. And so have things happened in the past? Yes. Nothing as far as Char will you be my girlfriend, but little sexual romps? Yes, but I've (laughs) never. Yes, for a rendezvous. I have never (laughs) been in the driver's seat. It's always been them. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I roll up the partition, please. (laughs) (laughs) But I do, I kind of freeze up with things like that because I, like you mentioned, of course, I don't want rejection, but I also don't want. You want control. Yeah. You want control. I am control freak. Right. Capricorn. Oh, wait, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Right. Oh, but they are say more. And the Virgo, I, too. Yeah, I do right. want control, which I'm trying to. I, I know that you can't control other people, but um, so yeah, it gets very, very complicated with me dealing with 
a few of my male friends, especially if they're doing th- or paying me extra attention and compliments. I'm like, what? The, where's he going with this? Like, is Girl, he feeling somewhere, me? Or is, but right. you know what? A lot yeah, of their dream. But hold on, <laughs> a lot of men mm-hmm. that identify as straight will flirt with anything. They just like attention, and it'll mean nothing to them. I know right. straight men that'll go to rage and get their life off of teasing people you know yeah, what i'm saying or like more they, so the girls because it's like oh you don't get any attention so let me like you know try to ruffle your and when i first bit. when i first moved here i always share this story i know right, everybody's I know so tired uh, a guy told me that he always goes after overweight women and trans women because they're always looking for love wow trash he was a con artist clearly Clearly. Like literally, and he's right. very attractive. Like, I don't have anything going for myself. Oh my gosh, he's right. not hot. Don't think at all. <laughs> Extremely attractive, but I'm like, listen, I'm not that girl. But I say all that to say, yeah, those have been my my run-ins with with friends, and even to the, like there are people in Chicago and all over that I feel like I've towed the lines with, mm-hmm. like towed the lines with, like slept in the same bed, like. The, but I'm not doing anything you got to make the first move. i feel like next time you can have Charge your make the move your penis in my back can we like you gotta we, make the can, move. We, can we can we put some dollars somewhere right else? char's not making the first move oh, because Anna. char char <laughs> just i don't Come know on. you i'm starting to sweat even thinking about yeah. making the first move i'm so i'm but you could do it like okay so you could do it like a inconspicuous because i also way. value these friendships i should say very so true. If he's, if he's and, like, and it is a risk. It's a huge, it's a huge risk. risk. You may ruin huge your friendship risk. by just by um, confronting. I want you to know that. I think I, that's a little dramatic, but I mean. But some people don't receive that well because they like think. Well, but they know that what it one is. Time at non-verbally, six they know what that, it is. Da, 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 da. They yeah. feel it. Non-verbally, they, they feel know. it. Please give me a. Break. Or other people feel it. Give me a bro. Oh, yeah. I've been clocked mm-hmm. before by, Uh-oh, like, by, by outsiders. <laughs> yes. Like, what's going on here? Girl, I see uh-huh. you. I right. see you looking at him like that. I'm like, oh, I just let him borrow a pencil before the test. Yeah, but it was mm-hmm. that look you gave him. Yeah. Was giving him way that too pencil. hard. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So that's a complicated uh, discussion, and I feel like I could go on and on about it, but I won't. Have you ladies um, have, like, a person, because we're all 30 now, and we've mentioned before. Not so um, Kind of like a timeline. Right, so I'm at this age now. I need to settle down. It'll be easier to do with somebody I already know. No, or have I'm a not at that point. Are you guys are either fresh? I'm at I'm at thirty, but I'm not at the I need to settle down part. No, but not sorry. Not, but I'm it'll be easier down, to settle but down. But I ain't desperately trying to settle down. Hello, sorry. Oh, let that I mean, down. Not need, but it'll be easier to settle down with someone that you already know yeah. versus meeting somebody else that's fresh. No, mm. let me rephrase that. I don't think it's easier. I think it's more complicated because you you have so many compro- compromising compromising situations, mm-hmm. and you're al- already like you. C- it's kind of like you know this person. You know what they want, what they don't want, and it's it's kind of like if you're not with them now, why go back mm-hmm. to them? But you're kind of it's already fun. in their little their little book. No, it's fun not getting to know I- new people. In no, my so opinion, mm. you, mm. it's exhausting, but it's fun getting to know new people. Yeah, it is because you they bring stuff out of you. You know, sometimes you they bring people bring things out that of you true. that you didn't even realize and you were capable true. of. And if things don't work out, you go your way, I go mine. I'm not trying to be in the same friend circle running to you at, into you at brunch and stuff. <laughs> if we're friends, if and I've known you, you and we, it. oh god, ugh, mm. ugh, no, no, no. Yeah, I don't want this mimosa anymore. Well, yeah, that's my topic. I'm sure you all will have interesting things to say online. Yeah, give us Let's your feedback. Let's move on. Hashtag KAT Radio. Hey. 
So my topic is so Shar mentioned earlier in small talk about the um, Ooh, Kanye West rampages and on and such, but I don't want to talk about that because we did already. But I want to talk about I, Kim also, Kardashian. Be- before you intro your topic, I yeah. want to say that the spirit led me to wear all black this morning <laughs> because I am mourning Kanye Omari West. I have stood by him as a fellow Chicagoan, mm-hmm. as a fellow Southsider. I have stood by him. Mm-hmm. You have. And he let me down today and I'm very sad about it. I have, oh, I have just. All I'm, Twitter is pissed. Can't believe he was in that fucking making me. And he's going on tour. Um, but oh, basically my disgusted. conversation is publicly defending um, your significant other. So, as you know, Kanye has on, uh, on Twitter rampage today on Twitter, and Kim decided to jump in as his wife, like she usually does, and tweet a few things. So she says some along the lines of like, you know, it's a free country; he can say what he wants. Um, kind of defending her husband, even though all of Twitter—I mean, people were unfollowing him. Rihanna, Kendrick, oh um, yeah, Katy Drake, Perry, Katy Perry, Nicki yeah, Minaj. There was a lot of people. I think he lost like eight million followers in like an hour. Like ten million followers total. I think it's ten million in ten minutes. <laughs> 10 I min- might be reaching. Let me pull That's, up. Yeah, he, earlier I checked and it was. It was like eight million in an hour. He lost a lot of yeah, followers, all because of this. Um, so the world is literally attacking um, her significant other, and so Kim decided to, which she should not have. Oh, go ahead. Go Wait, ahead. who? Kim or? I'm saying that Kim should have sat there and ate her damn food. Oh well, then is your answer. She should have. Um, but my question is, let's just say you have a significant <laughs> other who is being a bit problematic publicly on Twitter or in at a brunch or something do you come to their defense being the significant other being bae or do you sit back do you let them do their own thing like how do you kind of navigate well, I, that please, because this, yeah. this scenario has like literally just happened like within the last six months so okay i have an ex-boyfriend that is basically this person in public who kind of turns into someone else. I don't know if you guys are familiar with people getting under the influence and they become a completely different person. They're mm-hmm. uncontrollable. You know what I mean? They're saying the crazy Patron, stuff. You're someone people. else. Yeah. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So we are now exes. You know, we haven't seen each other in four years, but I come into contact with him through mutual friends. And one of my mutual friends just so happens to get in, get in into it with him as far as like, um, they're just exchanging words and going back and forth. And is this a, like a club or something yeah this is at a club okay but this is this has turned into now we're at like after hours we're at someone's house just drinking oh being Lord. social and they're still so they going didn't leave it at the club no it snowballed no, it, yes into, exactly okay. there was definitely a snowball effect and and i think um the biggest issue is my friend kind of put it all on me because that was my ex so in a mm. sense um my friend is basically saying like you know control your friend control your friend control and it's like or you know how to since you y- dated him before exactly and it's like i don't there's we're not even friends anymore like i haven't seen this person in four years like you're more of my friend than he is so if anybody i should be telling you don't take offense to it because he's a firecracker not knowing him as a person on top of him being a firecracker he's under the influence so just mm. pay it no never mind you know what i mean but sometimes it's so hard for people to see two sides especially understanding that you have some type of influence or Mm -hmm. you have dealt with this person at one point or another you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. for me in that situation like we both agreed that you know no shade kim k girl shut up 
mind your business, <laughs> stay in your place. You know I'm what I mean? And, 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 and reference to that, it's, it's, it's almost like, because that is your spouse and, and yeah, there are defense mechanisms that you should take in, in the heat of the moment. But I also feel like we're both adults and we, we handle ourselves responsibly and accordingly. And you know how to say things, you know, there's a time and a place to say things. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, it, it, it should have just been for him to just say what he needed to say and that be that. Right, right. For Absolutely. me, the way that I look at it is if I were dating someone who who was a public figure, let's say I was dating someone who was also a journalist and also, you know, was holding things down on platforms. Um, you speak for yourself if you're a public, like you speak for yourself. But I think where I would be torn at is the backlash as no fuck that that's okay. no i don't I'm, right <laughs> uh where I, it, I will be torn at is as my man you are essentially an extension of me so if it starts mm. affecting me mm-hmm. because people are like oh that's char's husband like if he thinks, the ex. If he right, thinks exactly. that way she must think that way type thing and i'm not going to publicly come out and be like you know well my husband's views don't reflect mine unless it's something really bad but i imagine if it's something really bad then i wouldn't be with your ass to begin with right because i would have found that out you know first days ago that you know found our foundations don't even align right right you know um so Republican? so yeah <laughs> i that's just the way that that i look at it now if we're at like a brunch or something like that and you become oh and you start being problematic again just like gia said we're both adults do not look to me to fight your battles or to uh or uh john q public at the table to kind of control my mate so would you watch him go down in flames because Twitter, I mean, no, I mean, got I, would, I would come to. I think where Kim messed up at is that Kim essentially was attempting to speak for him, and I didn't tell Kim that she should have sat there and ate her food as if she were unqualified to weigh in because she could have. She and I also think that it, I also think that it's <laughs> extremely problematic and misogynistic to blame her for his views because the Kardashians oh, no. have come out and they are they do not support Trump. Mm-mm. This is on record. So if he's supporting Trump, I think that's so dumb to be like the sunken place. They did this when they right. have nothing to do with that. That's his own so, issues, his own yeah. demons. So yeah, I, I'm not I'm telling her that, that she should have sat there and ate her food because she's like, oh, you shouldn't be weighing in on this girl. Stick to bronzer and lip gloss and eyeshadow palettes. I'm just saying that where she messed up at is her tweets can easily be interpreted as her speaking for him, which, mm, and not for herself. which then ties her into it and digs an even deeper hole. Mm-hmm. And because now you sound ten million followers, right? right. And now she sounds stupid because she now did. I don't want to buy her. And losing sales, yeah. I don't want to buy her eyeshadow. She palette. did sound <laughs> stupid today on Twitter. She did. So, uh, and aside from all these good things, you know, Courtney, Courtney's on Capitol Hill right now, and and um, and she has kept Courtney. It's trying to get legislators to uh, look into. You haven't seen the pictures? She has no. a side part, <laughs> natural beat, a black business suit. She's like in Congress. I love Courtney. Trying to get our wow. legislators to uh, should. take a look at ingredients that go into cosmetics because mm-hmm. the, the FDA has not uh, regulated ingredients that go into makeup since like the 80s. And so we're probably just put packing cancer and toxins and carcinogens mm-hmm. from our foundation on our faces daily. And she wants them to take a closer look. You know, she's all about clean, holistic things. Yeah, she has yeah. a palette coming out. Um, With Kylie. Yeah, and a it's, uh, it's supposed to be non... Um, 
Yeah, like vegan, yeah. cruelty free, yeah. all, that, all that good stuff. Makeup? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Because mm-hmm. they use different ingredients and stuff. I know nothing about hair but, nor yes, makeup. I didn't know that you didn't know that she was on. She's been there for like all week. I thought she was in On Mexico. the hill. She took a nice picture by uh, the Abraham Lincoln thingy. Oh. The big Abraham Lincoln. Let me go double tap on her. Lincoln IG Memorial. Double tap that house. Mm, I'm going to so, double yeah, tap her. I say all that to say. Um, I will never speak for my partner. I don't ever intend to because the man that I end up with, I expect to be eloquent and I expect him to be able to communicate efficiently. I don't want to be with someone who I also feel like I double as his publicist and his wife slash girlfriend or whatever the situation will be. Right. So, uh, yeah, if he wants to say something incendiary or problematic, then I expect that he will dig himself. Just like if I were to ever step in it. You know, it's very easy when you're behind a hot mic to misspeak. I'm mm. not always going to say the right thing. I know that I will have my day in the court of public opinion. Right. But I can handle myself. I don't want my man, especially optics, I don't need a man. My man coming in speaking for me right. or trying to woo 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 the situation. Thank you. I got this. Please Team Shar got this. All right. So Bell. yeah. <laughs> um. So I actually agree with both you ladies about the adult part because mm-hmm. you are your own separate entity at the end of the day. We right. may be a unit as a couple, but you are your own goddamn person, mm-hmm. and I'm my own person as well. Um, this actually has happened to me a couple times where someone I was either dating or entertaining got into an argument in public, um, and I just kind of watched it happen. And people were just like, well, you're not going to jump in? No. He's an adult. He's grown. He started the shit. Let him finish if it. If he wants to be inflammatory, let him fan- let, let him, him do his own right. station 19. Right. I'm like, I'm and not. And put it out. Uh-uh, okay. uh-uh. And so nothing, nothing physical. I mean, if something physical started happening. I would probably just uh, probably um, jump in and probably get my ass beat too. Not um, break it up. Why? Oh, no, we don't not do, break. I don't no, no, do no, physical break it up. stuff. Oh, I'm no. saying break the it ghetto. up. I'm not saying jumping in. The ghetto. Hold on. The ghetto. You think Jace is throwing a punch? I'm talking about jumping ooh, in to I break do it up. Physical. Ooh, I love. And that. I don't expect to be with the man who ooh, does things the like ghetto. But if someone's attacking your boyfriend, well, I don't know. For me, at least, someone's trying to attack my boyfriend. Yeah, it's a little different. I don't ever expect that. There's crazy people out there. Well, I mean, you never expect it. Next, you know, wham. As a woman. Was, but I'm talking about for your boyfriend. It's different for women. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, I'll pick up a bar stool and knock you upside your yeah. head. Yeah. If he got like, if, if if an aggressive person has like a shank or some oh, okay. some type of weapon trying Formed to get in my man, you. yeah, it won't oh, yeah, prosper. I'm, <laughs> I'm busting a bottle upside your head. Wait, what'd she say? Is <laughs> it a weapon formed against you? Oh yes. <laughs> not I will put lipstick not on in the presence of my enemy. Yes. In the Shout presence. out to Madison. Yes. Our sister TS Madison, can. we love you. Um. Anyhow. Um. Yeah, but I've definitely not been reprimanded, but will hawk me to defend me. Verbally, verbal arguments, I should say. And I'm just like, that's your fight. Like, we're together, but that's your fight. I'm not going to sit here and argue for you. Don't yell at me in the car and say, your ass didn't even jump in. Right. And I'm just like, what? You're the one that opened Pandora's box. You're done being dumb. Handle your fight. Let's go home. I'm trying to enjoy the shrimp. I called the Uber already. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to enjoy the shrimp. Right. Everyone knows I enjoy a small cocktail. cocktail. Right. Yeah. Yeah, lemon drop martini. But I also, like I said, I also. Um, we'll never be with someone who is super inflammatory or problematic where our views do not align. Mm. Like if they say something that, you know, I think everybody can be problematic to an extent, but you can't be like crazy 
Like we're not gonna be yeah. at, at brunch and you like calling people calling people the f word and just you know like really ignorant things because you wouldn't be yeah. my man mm-hmm. type yeah. thing. You know what I'm saying? Well, so you have to watch you, who you not align only will yourself you not be with. my man, but I, no, I never want to go out and have to babysit someone. Oh no, Ooh. I never want to have to Ooh. babysit you. I never want to have to do the oh my mm. gosh. Yeah, you know, like I'm with him. No, like, I want to be ooh, prideful. That is so not fun. Yes, prideful. I want to pull you close and hold your yes. hand. Mm-hmm. No one Flip wants to babysit my people. Eyelashes. Right. I'm trying Just to have fun too. No one wants to babysit your yes. ass. <laughs> so this week we got our me and Charlotte's personal favorite thing, a little cat mail. Oh um, yes, listener so question. Gia, you actually get to weigh in your. This lucky. is the first question since Hoboken. I wonder how she's doing. She never I wrote hope, us that. Sh- shout out to Hoboken. Hoboken, if you're listening, <laughs> can you please send us a follow up? Please. <laughs> please. Please. We just want to know what happened with you and that young man, sweetheart. Hoboken was, uh, I oh, gave her Jesus. that name. Okay. Uh, uh, someone, a listener who wrote in from D.C. who uh, was having some issues with the man. And yeah, if you're listening, sis, let us know. Give us a follow up. What's the email address? Um, ask ask radio at gmail.com ask radio at gmail.com okay go ahead so yes <laughs> and questions please all right Ooh, my cheeks are from Hoboken all right <laughs> she was a mess she was a hot we mess. love you and sis. then Jade was on the show that week too so she was even fume oh my god anyways all right <clears throat> of course you all know by now that you're my favorite episode of sorry my favorite podcast knowing the advice you all give I know this question will be answered honestly and with love I've been with my man for three years in September. We'll be married in June, and we have a great relationship. Congratulations. That's from me. Um, <laughs> we only have one hang-up. I feel... Okay, that's another okay, I feel I had more to do with me than it does with him. Three months into our relationship, he physically cheated. Not with a close friend or ex, but a quick grinder slash jack situation. So he met someone off in Athens mm-hmm. and had sex with them. Boned. But no physical. I mean, sorry, no um, emotional. Can we clarify that on the Mason episode, the difference? It was a drive-by. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. How, how long were they in the relationship before they've he did They've been this? together. No, it's three months. It yeah. was three months into the relationship. Yeah. He and they've been, been together, and this, they've been together for three years now. Got you. In September. That's so old. Um, so I found out by going through his phone one night. It shook me up, but I was mature enough to sit him down and ask all the questions. Mm-hmm. He was giving me all the answers, and I made the decision to stay with him and move past it. Fast forward to the present. There's been no further identification or infidelity issues. <laughs> Amen. Um, he's been great so far and getting my trust back. Our communication is good. Not perfect, but getting increasingly better. My question is, how do you, you fully move forward after a blow like that? It's been a while, but I still have some feelings about it. And I'm beating a dead horse. Am I being a dead horse by continually wanting answers? Thank you. Sincerely, your number one fan, Landon. You can taste the dishonesty, it's all over your breath. Mm. As you pass it all so carefully, but even that's a test. Constantly Constantly aware of it all. No, I'm joking. Um, (laughs) We got an audience That's my song. By the way, (laughs) Lemonade just turned two on Monday. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Landon, my advice that I would give you is I mean I'm not really qualified but I'm gonna tell you I mean listen this is someone that I know so they know it's gonna be unsolicited um 
<laughs> but what I will say is that because that is so old, I think that you are beating a dead horse. Um, but I can understand to an extent the nerves that might be going on right now with with a wedding coming up next month. You get to thinking about everything. You know, you take stock. The rest of your life, for better or for worse. Coming up. Um, And so I hope that you ended up buying the book that I talked about last week because it talks about dominant negative thought pattern. And I believe that this is a symptom of that because something traumatic happened to you. None of us like or tolerate being cheated on. But obviously you liked your partner enough to continue pursuing a relationship because at the time the relationship was so fresh you could have just chucked that nigga the deuces three months that's 90 days like you could have chucked him the deuces and because there has been no other evidence or pop-ups of infidelity it was a one-time thing a drive-by he was on the grinder jacked scruff bgc christian mingle oh, doing BGC. what he Dude, that's Madison yeah. again doing what he, he <laughs> wanted BGC. to do. I think I personally think that you will be just fine. I think that this is just like I said, a, 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 a case of taking stock because a wedding is a big thing because divorces are expensive and time Ask consuming. Um, and so, yeah, I think that you're doing the right thing uh, by at least it, evaluating because if this is something that's bothering you three years later, you need to really, I guess, reflect, reflect on some things and check your dominant negative thought pattern because mm-hmm. I've seen you two together and I think that you all are really cute. And I think that you, he loves you and you love him and I think everything will be just fine. Yeah, that's what I got. Um, for me, the dead horse, I don't know if that's a good uh, picture, but just... You are, it's only going to hurt yourself. And you're actually your whole uh, marriage, not marriage, but your relationship and your dynamic, because kind of holding on to different things is eating you up inside. And whether it be small or big, like you decided to move forward with the relationship, therefore, you also need to move forward with letting that part go as well. And you said yes to marriage, or he said yes, whatever. Or actually, you guys both said yes to marriage. Um, And you guys are going to another chapter of your life. And so maybe, you know, like Char said, cold feet is coming up to the wedding. And it's like, he did it once. But also to take note that it was three months into the relationship. Like, it's three months and it's still fresh. You guys are still getting to know each other. So that spark of what brought you to marriage may not even happened yet. So you guys have to kind of like really take account that you guys are still fresh in the relationship. Dead ass wrong. Um... But it was still new, and you guys have worked through it back then. And I think if you do hold on to it, maybe just take like a mental note just to leave it in your nope. boyfriend relationship and not take it into your marriage. Nope. What do I you say know? no. I say get rid of it. Trust you can't. You can't no, control, get rid of it. You can't control other people. You no, I'm saying don't break them. it into your marriage like that. Oh, hang up. You can't control other people. depending on the setting yes but i'm saying you cannot control fundamentally you cannot control other people so no i'm thinking i'm saying let go of that mindset to relinquish that 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 hold up and i'm saying i just think a good start is like you know let's just both change our numbers and then you know but you can still download the app and still have the login i know how them things work that's that gay shit And then it is one Skr-skr. swipe away, no Can't matter relate. how many times to change your number. Um, 
But yeah, I just wouldn't bring that to your marriage. And so if you want to take the next it's few toxic. months to, yeah, and it's toxic for yourself and your relationship and you having this in the back of your head all the time. So definitely just let it go. It happened a long time ago and it was in, it was part of the fresh part. You guys were pretty much friends at the time. And it happened once. Once. I, I think personally, um, I would have to say like if if it's really like that much of a burden or in the back of your head that much, you know, it's, it's only right to be honest with the person that you're going to spend the rest of your Absolutely. life with Talk and to about e- it. express mm-hmm. to them how you feel, you know, because the only thing that you can get from your, your lover in that sense is, is reassurance. You know what I mean? Right. And, and I feel like once that conversation is had and we can come to a closure as far as this situation it can only better the situation or make it worse for your thought process. You know, I love the fact that you mentioned, you know, the negative thought process. Dominant, because yeah. It is, it is very common, you know what I mean, for people to think about the worst. You know, I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm a natural worry wart, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in, in that light, it's, it's only going to settle the situation or, you know, make it 10 times I, worse. I disagree. I don't, think you should bring, I don't think you should bring it up to his partner. No? If I, I, if I had, if I had a hiccup mm-hmm. three months into a relationship and here we are three years down the line and we're about to get married in two months and you bring that hiccup up to me i'm going, going to call the wedding that off? no i'm not going to call the wedding off but i'm saying that that may potentially spark up something that doesn't need to be sparked up because now the partner might look at him like okay well i thought you i thought we had gotten past that baby like we proposed we planning like you know what i'm saying like you're still but holding get it on all to out this. now before you go yeah walk down that's the, the whole point well, he, but he is, he's not all table. out he's Babe, getting it I'm, out I'm with still him, in my head he's getting it out with himself i don't think he should bring it up to his partner okay personally i just don't i just don't I feel like he needs to work through that introspectively because putting that out into the universe and bringing another party into that other party being your partner into that could, like I said, that could potentially, I know, but I'm saying that could spark up something that doesn't need to be sparked up. I'd rather because spark now up all I'm the thinking, shit before I sign some Now I'm thinking that you don't trust me. Let's light this fire and put it out well, before we I, get married. I, I, no, it's but because you can't, you can't put a time limit on when you put the fire out. Then we don't need to be getting right, right because now. The, the fire is not out because it's still in the back of my it's, head. It's still, it's still here. That's why I think it's that low. it needs but to that's, be talked about that's so we why, can get through this. I don't think it needs to be talked about. It happened one time. It did. If it right. was repetitious, then yes, we need to talk about it. It happened one time three years ago, three months into a relationship. Any and everything, he said that he set his partner down and they had an honest and mature conversation w- about it and that is where he should have left it. Mm-hmm. But because he did not leave it there, that becomes lingered. part. Th- but that becomes part of his baggage, not his partner's, because his partner left it there because it never happened again. Mm-hmm. So for you to bring that up to me a month before we're about to get married, I just think that that's op- potentially opening a box that does not need to a be opened. Box. That's just my thought on it. That ain't something that they need to work through together. That's something introspective that he needs to work on and reflect on his dominant negative thought pattern mm-hmm. and free himself from that. Because that has nothing to do with his partner because his partner left that on the table when that conversation and ended three years ago. Mm-hmm. I see both sides. Thank you, guys, for your input. And Absolutely. Landon, good luck and congratulations. Yes. On oh, my, my God. Dish. Wedding bells. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so, Gia. Yes. How are you? I'm good. Are I'm you enjoying yourself? I'm so happy yourself? to be here. Yes. I'm definitely enjoying it. So you got some, um, some hot stuff coming out in 2K18. I do. Yes, yeah, surprisingly. So the, yeah, the essence of femininity. Tell us more about that. Um, okay, basically, I'm, I'm working on a biopic, um, kind of just influencing young a trans ballroom activists and and leadership skills for kids to just understand that it's okay to be you it's it's okay to be different and you know with my experience I have honestly been privileged enough to have both of my parents um support unconditionally and and I think that's um a really difficult thing especially in this day and age you know especially more so from the father figure you know the father typically is is a little bit more headstrong he mm-hmm. has that e- egotistical moment you're supposed to be my son and um what is what is exposed throughout my footage is just basically that um it's it's okay to be unaware and uneducated but the more you're influenced you know the passion behind all of that it's just beautiful to see a parent love its child regardless, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I just want people to be exposed to the education factor more than more we, importantly. We certainly don't see very many examples of what you just laid out it, yeah. as it pertains to black trans women. Yes. Absolutely. So I do believe that this will be yeah. it's, it's going to have the ha- the impact. When is it going to does that have a release date yet? Um, or? It doesn't. I haven't had set a release date. OK. Um, just being that it, it's kind of still a surprise element that I would like to have. Ooh, um so if you guys are on, on social media please make sure you follow me um i will be exposing promos for that premiere that i will be doing i'm shooting for september august late august september okay. um, fall summer yeah uh, yeah yes summer <laughs> curves. um i'll be 31 so i feel like that's a great way to celebrate 31 too okay. Um, I just started editing and I definitely want to take my time because I don't want to leave out anything or cut something out too soon. But mm-hmm. please make sure to follow me on Instagram. Gotta love Gia. Facebook, Gia Banks. So you guys will get the full details. Absolutely. So, so you're filming right now still. I'm done. Oh, I'm done. done. I was so actually, I, yeah, I'm done filming that. I was actually just working on another project, my real project that um, I'm working on with uh, Davion Williams as choreographer and Cooper Dett is the director and cinematographer. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty brilliant just um, exuding my true essence and fluid um, as far as dance is considered because mm-hmm. I've been a dancer for so long and I think visually I have not exposed myself as a contemporary artist. Mm-hmm. I'm so capitalizing off of the sex kitten heels oh, yes. and pussycat doll which is great you we know we love the fans and the hair the flips and all that right. leg but i think it, it's time for me to expose um a more um like emotional train yeah and, and like emotional i'm a trained aspect. dancer i just read your resume earlier i mean yes, god yes damn. god yes god so right. for me that's that's the side that you i need would. people to see you know i need people to be more influenced by the fact that I, I actually have different talents to offer as far as a dancer. Yeah. And I think so many girls get so caught up in the aesthetic, they forget about the talent factor. In mm-hmm. life. So, yeah, That's in life. That Woo! goes beyond the dance Come floor. on now. Here we are. <laughs> We're making it hot better. now. Yes, but for me, I, I think that's really, I'm just, I'm just trying to leave a legacy for girls to understand that we can do other things besides prostitute and sell ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and that's just the bigger picture, honestly. Yeah. And I think that just overarchingly with the way that society and the status quo is moving, girls have more 
access to resources that show them that yeah. there are other ways yeah. to function in society yeah. than, and, and then the especially first. with the demise, oh my gosh, yeah. the girls were hurting and some mm-hmm. of those private Facebook groups I'm in, when the government, when Trump shut down Backpage, the girls were going Gagging. through they were it. Mm. cringing. I was mm. like, oh, because I didn't, I couldn't think of any alternative. And Backpage if that's is... What you, Backpage is, is a site that a lot of people trans or cis or cis used to um, yeah to uh, solicitate to, yeah to solicit Craigslist too. to make them coins they, they shut say. down Craigslist as well yeah. so there's no I mean so there's no avenue something's gonna pop up I'm sure there's some type of thing but some it's, form it's gonna be know. like some coding some yes, language someone's gonna, someone's gonna do something but uh, but yeah, so it'll show, like I said, you, of course that will contribute. Yes. But I'm glad sure. that this day and age, girls have so many examples. Yes. Mm-hmm. That there Hashtag is, girls like us. There's gotta be more. And I think it's to important that. too, specifically like being a black woman, because that reminded me of uh, me and Shar actually at the premiere of Gigi Gorgeous's. Um, yes, last year. Oh, and really? Of, I forgot yeah. what it was called. It's a YouTube Red uh, exclusive. It's okay. I'm just gonna be nice because we're on the air. This is everything by Gigi Gorge. There is we it? go. I remember the billboards in the water. But one of my favorite parts it was at the of it sure was. Yeah, one of my favorite parts of the documentary was the interaction between her and her father, because that was a dub and her, her being herself. Yeah, and just kind of having that because you don't. But we see, see example when we do see examples of girls interacting with family familial units. It's typically the white girls. Right. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So, I'm, so it's very important yeah. that you know you're or the women of colored. Mm-hmm. Or the or the non-black girls, mm-hmm. and I'm very black. I use a present comb every day. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's refreshing. It'll be refreshing to yeah. see more and more examples of uh, black girls with two-parent households and and getting mm-hmm. along with mom and dad. Yeah, representation matters. Yeah, what's so shocking is is surprisingly, my parents they still live together. 30, 31 years later. Really? Wait, yeah. are they married? And they're not married. No, oh. they actually... They got an Oprah Stedman type situation. You, I wouldn't even consider that. They're kind of like, honestly, like best friends. Like, they just... Dude, it's so cute to see them to depend on each other and them exchange glasses and, yeah. you know, they're just making sure that their health is okay and them influencing me is just so tremendous. But honestly, It's like, my topic. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, sorry. Sharp topic. <laughs> About friends, friends. <laughs> maybe so but yeah that's refreshing cool well thank you Gia absolutely for that. and guys look so out much. for the documentary for yes. the biopic coming through follow her where can we find you we can find me on Facebook mm-hmm. Gia Banks G-I-A-B-A-N-K-S like Tyra mm-hmm. and um, where am I on Instagram Gata G-O-T-T-A love L-O-V-E G-I-A that's me that's it nice. I ain't nowhere else I don't fuck with Twitter Oh, so I'm on Snap. You're missing best. out. You're missing okay, out. okay. I will log back in. Jesus. Don't, don't. <laughs> so I, we're going to play a quick game this week. And okay. I'm calling it The Shocker. But it's going to be called Three Fingers. Um, oh. so, <laughs> so basically, it's a game of Never Have You Ever. Um, three fingers up, okay. ladies and gents. And you have to say something that you have never done. Okay. And whoever has all three fingers down at the same time gets a prize. Yay. There's no prize, but we're going to have fun anyways. Uh. So I'll go first. Okay. <coughs> Never have I ever. Oh, shit. I did that. Yeah, this is going to be a challenge. Okay. For well, I, I'll go first. Can I go first? Yeah, this okay. could be a first. challenge. Never have I ever um, given a woman head, like eaten her vagina. 
I've never done that. Never, (laughs) never have I ever danced on stage at Rage. She tried me. (laughs) She tried me. Okay, I see where this is going. (laughs) Never have I ever visited Chicago. Oh, wait, I didn't visit there. I lived there. Wait, you still have visited there before. You, you, After you left to, um, college, you visited home. Finger down, Char. <sighs> no, you, what was your question? When visit, Chicago. visit Chicago. Oh, okay. I'll go again? Mm-hmm. Dang. Um, I'm losing, y'all. You <laughs> got one finger. Um, never have I ever... Dang, I did it a lot. <laughs> I've never been out of the country. I just got my passport, by the way. It cost me two hundred and sixty-five dollars. Congratulations! Mm. You gotta get your papers. Yes, it cost me ten years though. Two hundred and sixty-five dollars expedited. It'll be here in two weeks. If you break that down to like days, it's like maybe like negative two cents. Never have I ever topped. Okay, I just lost. Me too. (laughs) Oh my god. Well. Her usual girls. Shars the winner. (laughs) (laughs) No, she's lying. I want a lie detector test. Well, actually, Char won. I guess she won the game, or do you lose? In 10 um, fingers, whoever. I want, whoever has fingers up wins. Is that the winner? Okay. Well, congratulations, you kidding me? Char. She's just. Now, where's my damn prize? I said there was none. You get a hug after the show. No Yay! Thanks. Hugs for everybody! <laughs> no thanks. All <laughs> right. Let's do this kudos now. All right. Time for the kiss and tell kudos. Yes, my KAT kudos this week goes out to a former Project Runway winner. One of my favorite people, Mr. Christian Siriano. He just opened his first store called The Curated NYC. It's located 5 West 54th Street, New York, New York. And uh, yeah, it's got, it's size inclusive. It's fun. Of course it's size inclusive. If you all do not know Christian Siriano, he garnered fame because he dresses the celebrities that other designers do not want to dress. Most notably and most recently was Leslie Jones when she was starring in mm. Ghostbusters. Remember it was her, Melissa McCarthy, mm-hmm. da, da, da. Mm-hmm. No one wanted to dress Leslie Jones. I don't know if it was a black thing or what, but he stepped in. He's also dressed a lot of trans women. He does... Life. He does a lot of the quote-unquote unconventional. I hate saying that because nothing's unconventional about dressing real we women. Know what you mean. But yeah, but you yeah. know these designers turn their nose up and 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 he also makes things accessible so that a girl like me wouldn't have to go to Rent the Runway or Fashion Nova and buy my own dress. Like Siriano would work with me, even me, even Char and <laughs> even design Char. me uh, a gown. So yes, I'm really excited um, because like I said, he he just opened up his first show. I mean, excuse me, his first store. And it's like at a, at like a, it's like a renovated like townhouse, I think. I don't know what he to call it. Yeah, someone's house? No, it's <laughs> renovate. Like it's his store. Yeah, but it's next door to someone's neighbor. Someone got kids. It's <laughs> New York, child. I was about to say, you right, gotta take the space part. where you right. can get it. It's on West 54th I'm Street, sure like I box. mentioned. Um, and it has a smattering of pieces from other designers, including CFDA Vogue Fashion Fund finalist David Hart and interior guru, gurus Todd Merrill and Carrie uh, Kelly, excuse me, Worcester. Taking in chic settings were some of Siriano's regulars, including Alicia Silverstone. This was at the opening, the grand Ooh. opening, and Deborah Messing, Clueless. who joined Powerhouse. 
uh, stylist like Patricia Field. Um, it has, oh, it has eight floors and will include a forthcoming coffee shop. Eight floors? That's what it says. I got this from Vogue.com. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and they said the last sentence from Vogue.com like is the designer might have just created the ultimate shopping sanctuary. So, yeah, mm. check that out. I know that Janet was just there. That's how I just got tipped off to it. Janet Mock was there. Um, she's really good friends with Christian, and I saw on her uh, story. And so, yeah, and he actually just designed gowns because Time, I mentioned earlier that Essence had the 100 most woke uh, black women, but Time did their 100. Mm -hmm. And they had a, a, an, a ceremony yesterday in New York City where J-Lo performed. She was there with A-Rod, her boyfriend. But Christian was there and he took Janet and Leslie Jones and he dressed Amen. them both. And Janet had on all her, her Rihanna Fenty Beauty body lava. It was good. It was oh, a look. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, shout out to, to the the <laughs> KT Kudos, Christian Siriano. Congrats, boo. The, you know who took the pictures of the Time magazine? Because I saw one of Tiffany Haddish, and she did not Tiffany look Tiffany looked herself. a damn mess. I feel like it was Tina's Creole voodoo that creeped up. The brows were a mess. The makeup was a mess. Oh. She didn't have a manicure. <laughs> the unit was misplaced. Um, everything but her off. style right because I'm like I work with him all the time and oh like her her style her yeah. style like her dress mm -hmm. dress is decent but have you seen the cover I haven't seen it but I, I saw try not to outtakes. let I try not to let her image take away from the achievement right She's I didn't know it was on her. the cover of Time magazine and she hasn't even been quote unquote mainstream for a year girls trip came out last July so congratulations to her but she did look a damn mess um yeah is that it for this week's show skirt, skirt. that's it I believe so. Okay. We have some good stuff cooking up, by the way. We'll BT be announcing does. in a few weeks. Yeah. In but just, weeks. you know, just be happy. Gia, one more time. Where can people <laughs> find you? They can find me on Facebook, Gia Banks, um, and Instagram, Gotta Love Gia, G-O-T-T-A-L-O-V-E-G-I-A. Mm -hmm. Got any shows coming up, by the way? Do I have any shows coming up? I'm at Bar 10 um, every two weeks or once a month. Ooh. Okay. Um, and, and that's actually a really, really dope variety show. They actually incorporate like uh, hetero women, uh, like homosexuals. Yeah. Okay. So you get a, a little bit of variety. It's okay. just not like an all trans cast. So mm -hmm. it's pretty brilliant. Um, shout out to Melissa B. Fierce and my whole bartend family. Amen. Right. And per the usual, you can find Jace everywhere at Jace Barron and myself at Char Sesso. That's all S's. Um, <laughs> until next week. I love us for real. Bye, y'all. Toodles. Bye.